0: Ladies and gentlemen, family and friends from around the country and literally around the world, this is another episode with your host, David J. Harris Jr. And today, I've got the privilege and the honor of bringing you um, an interview with a good friend of mine. Jack Pasovic. is uh, a patriot. He loves this country. He loves everything this country stands for. And he was just assaulted in D.C. by these Antifa protesters. These Black Lives Matter protesters, what they charged him with, what they said he was, is disgusting. They called him a Nazi, they threw water in his face, and they even bullied him, pushed him out of the park, and then followed him. It wasn't enough to just get him out of the park. No, they wanted to follow him all the way to his car and potentially damage his car, uh, in, incur any additional Uh, Injuries or assaults that they could it was purely disgusting. You've probably seen the video already Well, I had the uh, privilege to um, Talk to Jack. I called him when I saw the video It was late last night and he answered the phone. I said Jack. Can you give me a your response? What happened? What took place? How did what happened make you feel and how did they uh, how did them calling you a Nazi? resonate with you Friends, this is what we're up against right now. We've got individuals that have no idea who anybody is, but they're painting them as racist over the color of their skin. Well, that is the classic definition of racism. Judging somebody based on the color of their skin. Not knowing anything about them. Not knowing who they are or what they represent. Just labeling them. This must stop. So it was a pleasure to bring this interview to you with Jack Sobek. You were called a Nazi. How did making how did somebody calling you a Nazi when it comes to your your personal heritage and who you've married uh, make you feel or or make you think?
1: I thought it was absolutely atrocious. My family uh, in Poland suffered greatly during World War Two, during uh, the Nazi occupation of Poland. My wife, suffered uh, her family suffered during the Nazi occupation of of Belarus you know this is something that you know my family uh, has has fought for many years being caught between Germany and Russia you know we've experienced the worst of the Nazis and always fought back against them and fought to, uh, to teach people the dangers of totalitarian governments and the excesses that they bring um, you know my Direct descendants, or my direct ancestors, rather, uh, made it way, made it over. But there's still a lot of Polesovics over there in Poland that, unfortunately, did suffer through World War II. And uh, my, you know, my wife, being from there, um, you know, she's told me stories passed down through her family where quarter of the population was killed by the Nazis, and uh, you know, there was blood behind every blade of grass uh, at the time. So for these. Thugs to to try to equate something that our family's been um, persecuted by is it's it's just it's it's absolutely insane.
0: So you're you're Polish. Your wife is is also Polish. Uh, Belarusian, actually. Your wife is Belarusian. Okay. Yeah. Um, Was there a point in time during the altercation? And by the way, we we.
1: you know, we, when we got married, we had our honeymoon in Israel. Wow! Yeah, because that's... to us, you know, going to Israel, uh, being in the Holy Land, is something that was just so important to us, and we thought that we wanted to start our, you know, our relationship, our married relationship, together in the holiest land on earth.
0: Yeah. So you're a believer. Uh, you're you're a Christian.
1: Yeah, actually, I'm Catholic and she's Orthodox.
0: Okay. So you're Catholic, so, she's Orthodox. I
1: always joke, we're, uh, we're, we're mending the schism.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, people obviously recognized you. They knew you from OAN. Uh, what's interesting to me also is when I went to, uh, I, I thought you were Polish. Right? We, we, you and I are friends. I've been on your show. We've, we've hung out outside of media at all. And uh, I think you have an amazing story, you have an amazing book. Um, when I went to your, um, uh, when I went to your, what was it? it, was Wikipedia, it was pretty interesting to me that they, they actually call you on Wikipedia an alt-right political activist and conspiracy theorist who's considered an internet troll. I think somebody needs to fix your, fix your Wikipedia, brother. Yeah,
1: well, if you actually go and look on the Wikipedia disputed um, article section, you'll see that Last time I checked, my article was considered the number 13 most disputed article on the entire website of Wikipedia. Um, it was less... This time I looked, it was a while back, but it was uh, it was right next to the, um, the Syrian ga- chemical attacks and uh, the, the, the Uyghurs in concentration camps in China. Uh, yeah, Wikipedia is run by some extremely far-left people. It's incredibly unfair, and because of their Section 230 protection, uh, they can put horrific defamation on there, and there's no real way to deal with it.
0: Well, me personally knowing you, and obviously I'm a black American or part of the black community, uh, and knowing your heart and knowing that you, you know, love all people and love truth. It's, it's disgusting for me to see something like that on Wikipedia about you.
1: Well, I appreciate that. You know, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm someone who I've, I've said before that, you know, as a believer, you know, I believe we're all sons and daughters of God. And that if you're someone who's just totally focused on race, then you're not looking at the soul and that the the soul is what Christian is, is looking at. And, you know, souls have no race.
0: Yeah. I champion that 100%. What do you, what do you feel is it's going to take for all of these, these criminals uh, that are rioting, looting, causing chaos, and then, you know, bullying Americans, good Americans that actually stand for freedom, stand for civil rights and love all people. What do you think it's going to take for them to, uh, to stop this, the, their actions. Well, I, th- I think we're going to need America to rise up against
1: this. I think we're going to need from the, the fed, the top and the bottom. What I, what do I mean by that? I mean, people rallying around the flag on the 4th of July, which is coming up next week, but also at the top our po- our politicians on both sides of the aisle, quite frankly, uh, saying enough is enough. We cannot allow our country to fall into anarchism. And these, These people that have, you know, I just got back from Seattle. I did 72 hours in the Chaz. Um, The mayor is finally cracking down on that. Um, Here in Washington, D.C., we've seen everything that's going on at the Trump rally in Tulsa. Um, There were tons of protesters outside. And with with eventually uh, the security, the police came out. But at first they were completely unchecked. And so uh, the ability for us to no longer actually be able to obtain and utilize and exercise our constitutional rights as protected by the First Amendment is is at stake here. And if you start to unwind the rule of law, right, if you start to pick and choose which laws we enforce, then we're unwinding the rule of law itself we're un- and we're going to lose the republic.
0: Which seems like that's what they're bent on doing.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's their, that's their goal, right? The Antifa is um, a, a violent – Insurrectionist movement. They want revolution, right? And and the revolution is the point of their revolution. Um, they. Do not want to operate within the traditional confines of the political system, left, right, Republican, Democrat. They want to overthrow the system. They want to, that's why they target uh, churches. That's why they target law enforcement, ICE, police departments. That's why they target financial institutions. Anything they can do to weaken our system and to overthrow our way of life uh, fits specifically in with their targeted agenda. This is, they are a neo. Marxist anti-government extremist group.
0: Yeah, and I think the fact that we've not only heard the the, the leaders, the co-founders of Black Lives Matter, actually state that that they are Marxists uh, emphatically, and that they want to overthrow this government, but I also know that I, I published and reported on, on an article today that says that only seventeen percent of all the rioters and protesters are actually black.
1: Well, that's right. You know, you are you are seeing a. Um, you're actually seeing with a lot of these white liberals out there a sort of new version of white man's guilt from the the 19th century where uh, they feel because of the way society is they feel that they need to uh, play along with this sort of white savior narrative and you know when they go out into the streets and you go out to these protests you notice that they're not necessarily fighting against injustice they're out there virtue signaling and taking photographs of themselves as they do it. So you realize that what they're doing is becoming a hero and fighting a crusade in their own mind that, at least certainly in what we saw tonight, it doesn't go towards helping anyone uh, in the black community that's that's alive today. In fact, they were trying to tear down a statue of Abraham Lincoln that was dedicated by Frederick Douglass, um, and actually there was a there was a, a black um, DC black history leader who was begging them to to consider the implications of their actions and they actually wouldn't let him speak
0: yeah they don't want to hear too much from anybody that opposes their point of view uh, r- regardless of color I mean if I was to be out there like you were today uh, I'm sure they'd, they'd paint me as a racist and a Nazi and I'm, I'm supposed to my life's supposed to matter according to black lives matter I should be somebody that, that they listen to but they, they refuse to do that if you don't uh, go along with their narrative
1: yeah that's exactly right and they'll they'll turn around and i, I saw them you know uh, yelling at uh police officers who were people of color officers of color and it's it's incredible to me to see some of the videos that are found out of dc this week seeing uh white liberals saying yelling black lives matter at black police officers
0: yeah it's 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 absolutely insane, and I think it's, it's proof that this has nothing whatsoever to do about race, that it has ev- this has everything to do with politics. I, I think they actually really fear that Donald Trump is going to win the, the election this year, and uh, the, it's, it's almost like their Hail, Hail Mary, if you will, uh, this insurrection that is mounted all over the country.
1: Yeah, I think this is definitely being done to to try to destabilize the country ahead of the election. Uh, What effect that will have, I think, remains to be seen because I really do believe that there's going to be a lot of Americans who watch the horrific scenes that we've seen come out of uh, the violence of Seattle or the protests outside of Trump rallies or, you know, what unfortunately happened to me tonight. Uh, I think people are going to see that and decide that they don't want to live in a country like that and they would rather choose law and order.
0: Yeah, I think that's where we're at right now. We're, we're at a place in time where we're literally choosing between a party that's that wants law and order or uh, the lawlessness that we're seeing from mostly Democrat politicians and elected leaders all across this country. So, Jack, any final words, my brother? I'm so uh, thankful you got it out of there, got out of there safely. Uh, I'm thankful well, that I you just are out there. I'd like to say there. thank
1: you to everybody who, who helped. I'd like to give a shout out to uh, Kevin Cork, who, who did step in at one point from Fox News. And... Uh, And just just to reiterate that um, I am going to be pressing charges uh, against all the individuals that were able to identify from this event and uh, will absolutely be seeking uh, legal um, recourse, every legal recourse that's open to me. This was done on federal property, and that means that we're going to be these guys are going to be looking at the federal justice system.
0: Well, I think you absolutely should do that, and I hope every single one of them are held accountable to their actions. Uh, it's sickening to me that that was done to you, my brother. I know your heart. Uh, I know uh, I know who you are, and uh, I know what you stand for. And then also knowing and hearing your history and, and your wife's history of what you've gone through. This is something that should infuriate every single American to understand uh, what we're up against. What what these people yeah, actually look, represent. Yeah, look, I'm a
1: military veteran. I served in the Navy. You know, if these guys are worried about their communities up serve you know join join somewhere join the police force join the military go and actually serve your community and be a part of that don't go knocking down statues of Abraham Lincoln.
0: yeah it's it's disgusting. Well, Jack Posbyak, thank you so, so much, my brother, for giving me a little time for this. Uh, this, I'm sure, will, will go a long way to help give the narrative behind who you are and, uh, and what you went through. And hopefully it'll wake a lot of Americans up uh, to get up, get out, and take action on their own to help make sure that this stops in their own communities.
1: I appreciate it, my brother.
0: Friends, for these individuals that the mainstream media continues to call protesters, to treat someone like this... It is criminal. This is truly not a battle with flesh and blood. It's not a race battle. It's not a battle between parties. I truly believe that this is a spiritual battle that we are in, and the evil that is permeating our society and being allowed to by these Democrat politicians, it's disgusting, and we must treat it for what it is. We've got to pray, we've got to act, And we've got to support the individuals that we know are sharing and speaking the truth. And we must side with the individuals, the individuals that we can elect to represent us. We must side with those that are supporting our values, our patriotic values, our Judeo-Christian values, because we are truly, we're truly at a precipice. So the time is now. Please share this podcast. Share it with 10, 15, 20 friends. Uh, I needed to bring this to you today. I'm actually recording this right now from the airport in San Francisco as I walk around with my Make America Great Again hat on and my dare to be a conservative shirt on. So God bless you. Please share this. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.